baby daddy cards are being removed from Target stores amid accusations of racism. <laughs> baby daddy cards. I think that's lovely. You need options when it comes to Father's Day because there's so many different arrangements. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I got two fathers. I mean, what, I mean, what do you do for that one? <laughs> So both Target and American Greetings have apologized to customers. And they say cards depicting a black couple kissing with the words baby daddy in the foreground will be removed from stores following a social media uproar. Now, here's where they made a mistake, in my opinion, because there's nothing wrong with baby daddy card. I think that's fine. Okay. We all have different father arrangements. All right. <laughs> so, uh, it's when you had the black people kissing on it. That's that's the problem. And they should have known better. They should have known better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you approve that. This is a major company. American Greetings. Aren't they one of the biggest card creating companies in the world? Like, don't they have <laughs> a team of people that are supposed to be reasonable? Listen, this is what I'm talking about. We are. There's a lack of reasonable people in the world. I mentioned this yesterday on the podcast. They're just not enough reasonable people. If you are reasonable, you can shoot right to the top. I mean, there's no stopping you. Absolutely. Enjoy the sawing going on right across the street. Uh, <laughs> so when Takesha Saunders found the card meant for Father's Day at her local Target, she took to Facebook to express her disappointment. Hmm, everybody's taken to Facebook to express their disappointment, you know. Uh... I guess it's better than calling 911 because people are doing that for the dumbest reasons too. I can see someone calling 911 for being offended. <laughs> I was offended. Now, I was going to go on Twitter and talk about it, but I figure I'll call 911 instead. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Saunders and other shoppers joined together on social media to notify Target and American Greetings, the company that made the card, that they found the card insulting, particularly as it regards black fathers. <laughs> Uh, the the tweet, uh, someone tweeted, seriously, Target, baby daddy is not a term of endearment. This is an insult to black fathers and a slap in the face of the African-American community as a whole. There are plenty of black men that are excellent fathers, not baby daddies. Now, look, look, uh, with the with the picture of the black people on it, it is racist. I, I say you can take the black out of it and this could just be a funny card. OK, for any baby daddy. Look, at we, some of us have baby daddies. And that's all we have, okay? You, you see what I'm saying? Baby daddies, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So baby daddies is a thing, okay? With black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter, okay? There are baby, this is funny. This is a funny card that you could give out to, um, I would like one that also says, um, uh, it's like a Father's Day card for a bio dad that was never there. <laughs> so that, that would be good too. Look at, hey, you know what? There's, let's not take each, listen, there's a, there's a, you have to draw a line somewhere and look at, we can't, we're taking it. We're taking it way too seriously. We're taking life way too seriously. Okay, we need to joke about it. This is where weird AF news comes out of. It. Just a need for laughter, a need to take life lightly. Look at in pain. Um, there, you know, if you if you want to look to deal with pain, uh, you know, laughing is the best. Or some say experts say this, and I say this as well. Laughter is, you know, the laughter is the best medicine. Is a cliche for a reason. It's a way to deal with it. You know, I have a biological father who skipped town when I was one years old, um, and you know, one of the reasons, one of the ways I've dealt with it is through humor. Okay, now I'm not saying this card is okay though. This is with the the, the image of the black people that needs to go. The kiss, but uh, I think an overall general card 
uh, a joke card for baby daddy is funny, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> okay, this is going to be taken out of context, and I'm going to be slammed on social media for doing this. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Baby daddy, come on. It's fu- Look, we got to embrace baby daddy, okay? There's more and more baby daddies. You know what I'm saying? More and more people are having children out of wedlock. It's just a thing. People are seeing the failure of marriages and they're just they're trying something else, okay? Not to mention, you know, the families that just fall apart for the regular reasons that they always do. Uh, so baby daddy's a thing. Why not offer a choice for that? <laughs> That's just all I'm saying. Uh, but someone said, there's no excuse for using the term baby daddy on the front, which she said on Facebook is not sweet or nice. It's a term used to describe the deadbeat or an absent parent. That's right. And it, you don't have to buy the card if you don't like that term, okay? That's your choice, okay? Uh, that, that card, by the way, let me say it one more time. With the black couple on it, wrong, wrong. I don't, I don't like that design, okay? It needs to go back to the drawing room, <laughs> drawing board on that one. Um, but there's not, I think you can have a card like this uh, without the image, but with the term baby daddy, I think that's fine. It's your choice whether you want to buy it or not, okay? Some people disagreed, claiming the term could be used sentimentally. Someone wrote, um, I know lots of happy couples of several races that use that word in semi-serious affection. It's a legit card. Okay, so there's another way to use it that I didn't even see. Some of them actually use it as a term of, of affection, my baby daddy, and, and there's not a negative connotation to it within their relationship, and they probably aren't alone, okay? It only has a negative connotation for some people, um, obviously. Some people think it's endearing, uh, but still, they claim that it's racist because uh, blah, 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 blah. All right, whatever. Hey, look it. I'll ask you, my fellow weirdos. You guys weigh in on all sorts of shit uh, like this. And you, you should, by the way. Do you think it's okay? Uh, I think I've made my, my stance on this pretty clear. Again, I'm going to say the image, not okay. But the term baby daddy in a card, I think there's no problem with that. I think we need to embrace this term and laugh about it a little bit, okay? Because there's more and more baby daddies in the world. It's not going away. Okay, so let's just let's just make it a term of endearment. Let's laugh about it. Let's have let's let's have a lighter outlook on life in general. Call my station, please. 646-450-2012 or email me funnyjones at gmail.com. You can DM me Twitter and Instagram at funnyjones. Want to hear from you, weirdos. This is an article that was sent to me by three people that I want to give a shout out to. Uh, Stephanie Cooper, who sent it to me on Twitter. Adam Levine and Vince Wilde, who emailed me links to the same article. You actually sent me three different links, but it all went to the same story. This story's wild, by the way, and needs ultimate coverage. <laughs> I mean, uh, so fa- apparently a guy has served his friend's tacos made from his own amputated leg. Okay, <laughs> that's a good friend, huh? What the hell? What the hell? Um, so uh, a couple of years ago, this story, by the way, came out on Vice. Okay, uh, it happened years ago. I don't know why it's resurfacing now. This happened before there was a Weird AF News. Believe it or not, I don't know what the world was like without Weird AF News. I don't know how you guys dealt with it. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even remember my life before Weird AF News. Uh, a couple of years ago, 38-year-old Shiny, who prefers to remain anonymous, was hit while riding his motorcycle. His foot was shattered. Doctors said he'd never walk again, so he elected to have his foot amputated. They also let him keep it. Three weeks after his accident in the summer of 2016, Shiny invited 10 friends to brunch, according to Vice, who interviewed him recently. They ate apple strudel, puff pastries, fruit tarts, and chocolate cake. They drank gin lemonade, blah, blah, blah. And the main course was the fajita tacos made from Shiny's severed human limb. (laughs) What the hell? 
were the friends told ahead of time? I mean, how do you... By the way, this Vice article has photos of the amputated leg here. I mean, it wasn't just the foot. It's like cut off mid-shin here. Uh, well, you need that much meat if you're going to serve these people. Gross, by the way. Gross. How? So apparently cannibalism is not a federal offense in the United States. Since when? Cannibalism is not a federal offense? We need to get, we need to get more, um, I don't know, information on that because I, as far as I knew, it was illegal, right? You can't be eating people. What, the, what is the deal? Outside of Ohio, where the act of eating humans can land you in prison, whether the human gave consent or not, there are no laws prohibiting it. So I guess one state? <laughs> Something must have happened in that state. I don't know what that was. Some barbecue gone wrong. <laughs> Most states have enacted laws making it illegal to obtain and eat human flesh, but, it, but in the remaining 49 states, it remains kosher. What? They make it legal to obtain it, but not eat it? I'm very confused. Anybody a lawyer out there? Anybody a cannibal lawyer? <laughs> uh, which is why Shiny feeding himself and 10 of his friends his foot fajitas... <laughs> What fajitas? Oh, man. It's also okay. It's kosher, apparently. Uh, so, apparently, there's a quote here. Uh, they say it tasted like buffalo, but chewier, super beefy, and a little fatty. I can't... Mm, I can't I can't even... I can't even get into it. Uh, there's a long interview on Vice, if you guys want to find... Ah, oh, the pictures are terrible. Uh, so, here's some cliff notes to the interview questions on, on why he ate his foot. Uh, he said, it's not going to be cremated and chucked into a landfill. It's, it's a part of me, and I want it back somehow. So I guess by, he thinks by eating it, it goes back in him. Very strange. Uh, this sounds like some squirrely, satanic religion. <laughs> like, on why the doctors gave him back his amputated legs, or leg, I guess some. Um, he said, most hospitals have policies where they will release your body parts to you because of some religions where you have to be buried whole. So I just signed the paperwork. <laughs> okay, so you can get your... That's good to know. You know, you get your arm cut off, you can pick it up. On the, <laughs> I'll be at the uh, takeout window where I can pick up my wallet, my shoes, and my <laughs> and my arm. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, what do they put it in a cooler with ice? How do they How do they pack that? <laughs> they put it in a, in a, a doggy bag. This is new meaning to a doggy bag. On preserving the meat, he said, "I got back to my place and I froze it. Of course, I couldn't find a taxidermist who would take me seriously." And really, that's a that's a weird request to, for a taxidermist. Uh, and freeze drying it was too expensive. It would have been twelve hundred dollars to freeze dry the thing. If I had the money, I would have done that. On being weirded out by his amputated foot, he said, "I had four friends with me at the time. It was all surreal. We picked it up. We were, we were playing with it. Didn't seem like it was a foot. It just seemed like an object, not a piece of a person at all. There was no emotional connection. In fact, that was the weirdest part. <laughs> was that it wasn't weird." I think you're I think you guys are sick that's what that's what I think what the hell what are you, you played with it you throw it on hey go out for a pass Bobby oh yeah I'll bet I could chuck this foot 40 yards <laughs> touchdown <laughs> how many feet did you throw that foot <laughs> what the hell <laughs> on finding 10 people to eat his foot so obviously it was voluntary to find people to eat the feet eat the foot he said, I invited 11 people. Well, someone was like, no, nah, sorry. <laughs> I'm fasting that day. Uh, someone, someone's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Why, are you vegan? No, I'm just not a, I'm not, um, I'm not a cannibal. <laughs> That's just not a thing I'm into. He said, I invited 11 people. I said something like, 
Hey guys, remember how we always talked about how if we ever had the chance to ethically eat human meat, would we do it? Well, I'm calling you on it. Calling you out. Who's, who's doing this or what? We doing this? Ten of them said yes. There were several different groups, uh, friend groups involved. He, I, he says, I approached one group with the idea that they were, and they were like, totally, because how often are you going to get this chance? One friend said she'd asked her boyfriend, a chef, if he would do the cooking. Perfect. What? what? They're acting like this is just so, you know, run-of-the-mill activity. This is like going to brunch or something. It's just, I can't believe this. Regarding the recipe, the chef marinated it overnight. Marinated, foot marination. Mm. I want to see the YouTube video of that. Well, if you guys are going <laughs> to eat a foot, you first want to marinate the shit out of it. Because <laughs> otherwise, it tastes like, you know, years and years of a locker room. <laughs> I mean, and this guy had athlete's foot several times. I mean, okay. Marinated it overnight and sauteed it with onion, pepper, salt, pepper, lime juice. Served it on corn tortillas. For the full recipe, there's a link in the Vice, episode, in the Vice article if you want to get on that. On the taste, they said, particular, this particular cut was super beefy. had a very pronounced beefy flavor to it. The muscle I cut was tough and chewy. It tasted good, but the experience wasn't the best. Oh, it wasn't the best experience? How surprising. Oh, it's not a great experience eating your own limb? Oh, I thought that would be marvelous. I thought that's like, ooh, party time, excellent, better than spring break. On the closure after the accident, the outpouring of compassion and empathy I received from my friends and my loved ones really helped me take on the challenge of this big change in my life. So I was taking care of this body part that took care of me for so long. I was paying homage to it and giving it a proper send-off. Yeah, I think the jury's still out on whether that's a proper send-off, I'm going to say. Oh, man. What do you guys think of that? I mean, that's, a, that's wild, man. That's a wild. Would you... Well, there's so many questions. Uh, should it be illegal to eat people, uh, even if even if it's consensual? Also, that's one question. Also, would you? Would you try it? Would you try eating a person, eating human? Um, I don't know about that. That's uh, <laughs> something I'd really have to think about. Uh, you know, there's that movie where the people get stranded on a mountain or something and they have to eat each other. They have to resort to that. If that's the situation, I would, you know, maybe I would have to, to, to just live. But in this case, this is just extra shit. This is, this is like, hey, guys, let's just Let's just do this for fun. Doing it for fun is a whole different thing. So I don't know about that. So anyways, call into Weird AF News. Tell me what you think about that. You get the number. It's, I mean, I keep giving it and I'm like, I sound like a broken record here. Hey, before I do the last article, I just want to tell those of you who are watching this on YouTube to subscribe to my podcast, the audio podcast, because uh, I got a bunch of call-ins on this episode that you're going to miss unless you subscribe to the podcast and they're really funny and they're great. Uh, so that's just the thing. Uh, and for those of you who are listening on the podcast, you should totally uh, watch the YouTube videos and subscribe to that because today I'm doing it with my shirt off because <laughs> it's so goddamn hot in my apartment. Uh, here's a story I found hilarious. Russian workers are undergoing training to learn how to smile in preparation for the World Cup <laughs> because <laughs> Russians are surly people. You know, they're like the Germans. I've done a lot of comedy shows for international crowds and you could tell the Russians and the Germans because they just... They would just stare at you. Even if they understood the jokes in the English, you know, they, they just would just, <laughs> just, I'd be like, hey, you guys can smile. And they'd be like, we are smiling. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you need to work on that. <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't the only one that thinks that they need to work on the smile. Because uh, workers in Russia are being taught how to smile in a bid to be more welcoming to the tourists during the 2018 FIFA World Cup, which kicks off on Thursday. 
Russians do not smile as much as uh, other Europeans, apparently. Uh, an article in The Atlantic attempts to explain why. It loosely translates a Russian proverb, which, me, which they say, I guess they say this in Russia, laughing for no reason is a sign of stupidity. So I guess they don't laugh that much? Is that, is that a thing? I don't know. I thought they were, you know, when you think about Russians, though, don't you think like, you think of like uh, vodka drinking jolly people, like you would assume that they would just be, you know, these happy, funny, fun drunks, but I guess, I don't mean, I don't know. However, there's no reason to smile. I'm sorry. However, there's now reason to smile. 1.5 million reasons, to be precise, because that's the amount of foreign tourists who are expected to be in Russia during the World Cup. So you better start smiling, Russians, to prepare for all tourists. Workers in companies like FIFA, Russian Railways, and Moscow Metro are all undergoing very unique training. (laughs) They are teaching the staff how to smile. Yes. I can show you right now. This is is my impression of Russian smile. I'm trying so hard. Oh, God, smiling hurts. (laughs) The report says Russian train conductors are being taught how to smile at foreigners. Oh, so cute. In an effort to tackle the stereotype that its people are unfriendly. The World Cup officially begins June 14th when Russia takes on Saudi Arabia in the opening match. If the host nation wins its first match, then the workers will have even more reason to show their great happiness in Russia by drinking vodka and smiling more like this. Can you... You can... You can see my smile, right? Maybe you watch YouTube video to see the smile I'm making right now. Pretty good. Pretty good. Hey guys, it's Jonesy. I just wanted to thank you for calling in. I had a bunch of calls. They were fantastic and some um, emails. It was great. James from Texas, who uh, you know, sort of gave me a rundown on how the uh, Echo Dot works with the daily flash briefings. That's really, really helpful uh, for those of you who... Uh, you know, want to know how to listen to me on the Echo Dot. Uh, you can also load me up on Spotify and use that as your, I guess, your default. Because uh, I am on Spotify. Weird AF News is there. You can do a search for it. Uh, also, he hates the music. <laughs> Just, I got a couple haters on the music and one person who loved the music. Uh, let me see. Uh, so Jay from Sacramento loved the music and um, went back and listened to some old ones. Thank you, Jay. And thanks for the thanks for the love. Also, thanks for the love, James. I mean, you guys are making me feel great about doing this. Because I do, I do this shit for free. And, um, you know, so it's, you know, my, my payment, my payback is like people are, you know, they're, I'm making their day better. So that's like, I'm making your life better. I'm just happy to do that. Uh, and Jay, you know, mentioned his, uh, his suggestion on how to approach weddings. And I think I, I need to change my attitude on that, Jay. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Also, uh, I love the weird AF PSA on clitoral mutilation by Michael. So thank you for that, Michael. And uh, Jennifer from the Bay Area called in to, wait, to talk about, you know, the uh, the bacon situation. I had a bunch of people call, uh, you know, reach out to me about the bacon story and uh, about how that guy was being racist. And uh, so thanks for participating. A uh, shout out for uh, to Nicholas Maldonado who uh, gave me some love on Instagram as well and uh, followed me on there. You can DM me on there. You guys reach out to me on Instagram. I do so much shit on Instagram. Yesterday, uh, I was. I recorded a podcast with my friend Adam. He does a, a UFC MMA fighter podcast. And we actually interviewed the president of the UFC, Dana White. Like, my friend actually got him on the phone. It was a 45-minute interview. And I put it, it's on Instagram. Uh, you know, a little 
clip of it anyways, but I do all sorts of cool shit that you guys can see if you follow my Instagram, which is at Funny Jones. You can kind of see what's going on, and uh, you can get, you know, updates on on my stand-up comedy as well. Um, I don't travel too far outside of California, but if I do, maybe I come to your place, you would know about it. Instagram, that's the way to do it. Twitter as well, Funny Jones. Facebook.com slash Comedian Jonesy on there. And uh, also call in to, the, to Weird AF News. My Google number is 646-450-2012. And my email is funnyjones at gmail. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. Uh, today I did the show with my shirt off. I think I mentioned that in a previous segment. So that's just one reason to go on there. You know, I got a pretty nice chest. Maybe you'll enjoy it. <laughs> also, uh, uh, program me in your shit, like your Google Home, you know, and, and uh, the Echo Dot. Uh, all of that. Make sure that I'm coming up in your uh, smart speakers that way because uh, it's, you know, now that I know you guys loving it daily, I'm just going to make sure I do it daily. So, like, put me in your home and make me a daily part of it, uh, part of your life. I'll, I'll help you get through your day with some laughter. I promise you that. Sometimes some controversy and you can, you better be damn sure I'm going to say some dumb shit. <laughs> it's like, so maybe not have the children around. I mean, I don't want to be a bad influence on your kids, but <laughs> I got some wild points of view and ideas, but you know, I can't help but share them, but you may not want the kids to be exposed to them. <laughs> Although, you know, screw it. The kids are being exposed to way more shit on the internet anyways. That's worse than me. My goodness. So yeah. Hey, thanks again though. I just want to, you know, tell you guys uh, how much I appreciate you uh, being loyal Weird AF listeners. Hey Jonesy, this is Jennifer from the Bay Area in California. I listen to you every morning on my Google Home Mini as I get ready for school or work. Um, Definitely make me laugh and shake my head. It's all the weird AF news. And sometimes I'm like, I need to call him or I need to text him or (laughs) send him a message and let him know um, some of the commentary you make. But Today, I definitely had to call you about the whole butcher advertising the bacon thing. So my understanding is that Muslims don't eat pork because it's a sin in the Muslim, in the Islam religion. Um, The pigs are considered dirty animals, not because they roll in the dirt all day, but because they don't sweat and the toxins in their body are not eliminated. So they're considered dirty. Even in the Christian Bible, they're like, I don't know. You can't eat them, but whatever. It's a whole religion thing that I don't know how to explain. Um, And even people that are like health food freaks will say like, no, you shouldn't eat pork. But yeah, that's the whole reason. It's actually considered a sin to them. So to advertise it like that to the people who claim Islam as their reason to, you know, suicide bomb, that would be offensive. I guess it's not racist, but it's offensive to those who are Muslim and um, I guess to the race of Muslim. I don't know. Okay, so now I'm talking too much, but that's the basic explanation of that. But keep up the good work. Thank you so much for making me laugh every day. And yeah. Have a great day. Bye. The following is a message from the Charitable Donations Department of Weird AF News. Hello, Weird AF News listeners. As you might be aware, 
the tribal cultural practice of literal circumcision and genital mutilation of women has become of epic proportions. We here at Wayard AF News want to do something to stop this practice, and we have just the man for the job. As you might be aware, if you're a regular listener, Jonesy is dead set fast up against this practice. He wants to do something against it. This intrepid reporter wants to go to Africa and do everything he can to stop this horrific practice. Therefore, we have started the Kenyan Clitoral Crisis Kickstarter campaign, and we are want to send Jonesy to Kenya to do what he can to stop this practice. Therefore, as you know, he wants to go there and do all that he can to intercede in this practice. This intrepid reporter will dive headfirst into the clitoral subject. He will grasp the issue with both hands and do what he can to get involved in this matter. He will not remain tight-lipped, but he will open his mouth and be as vocal as necessary to attack this subject. Yes, as you may know, the clitoris has been called God's antenna to the universe. Well, Jonesy's penis is also known as Satan's satellite to the planet. We want these two issues to come together. God's antenna and Satan's satellite must come together. They must join forces in peace and harmony. Jonesy will do what he can to stop this horrendous practice. And Weird Death listeners can help in this subject. Just go to Jonesy's Comedian Jonesy's Facebook website and click on the Kickstarter campaign button. Listeners, you can help as well. How you say? The answer is at the tip of your tongue. Call 646-450-2012 and just donate to the Jonesy Kenyan Clitoral Crisis Campaign Starter. Yes, help out now, Weird AF News listeners. Thank you for your donation and for your help. Now return you to regular program. Hey, Jonesy, what's going on, man? This is Jay, your Weird Open Sacramento. And I just want to weigh in on a couple things. First was the music. I had actually forgot, man, because I smoked so much fucking pot, that um, I wanted to leave you a message about the music, not that last one or whatever. I wasn't even really paying attention, but um, I had actually first heard your podcast somewhere, I think it was in December of last year, so 2017, December. And, you know, I can't get enough of you, man. So I actually went back and I started listening to all your older podcasts and went, you know, scrolled all the way back to the beginning. You have all of them on there, unlike some people, which is cool. So I scrolled all the way back, and I noticed in your first, in the first podcast you started doing, you were playing background music all the time, and I thought it was cool. I actually liked it. And I noticed that, you know, on these newer ones, that most of the time you don't have any background music. So I was actually going to say that it would be cool if you brought back the, the music. And um, obviously the guy didn't like it, but um, I hope everybody else, Likes it. <laughs> I like it. So, you know, I mean, uh, music that you were playing, you know, when you're, you first started the podcast, I thought that was cool, little background music, you know what I mean? Sort of a boop, deep bop into the <laughs> music back in back in the day when you were doing your podcast. So, um, and the uh, wedding thing that you were having a rant about, you know, spending your money for uh, going on a wedding invitation to some people that are going to get divorced in a couple years. Now, it depends on how you look at it. So I've never actually been invited to a wedding. Uh, maybe I'm not one of those reasonable people you were talking about. <laughs> I would like to think I am, but maybe I'm not. But, um, you know, you're talking about spending $1,500 and basically wasting it. But if you're spending $1,500, about it like this. I'm 
I'm going to Cancun. Screw, don't even think about the people getting married. You're going to Cancun to kick it. You know what I mean? You could spend fifteen hundred dollars just to go there on vacation, but instead you're going there. You're gonna get free drinks, free food, and if you watch the wedding crashers, free pussy. How can you miss? Anyway, this is Jay. I'm out, bro. Thanks. Hey Jonesy, it's your loyal avid listener, James, down here in Texas. I just wanted to comment on your uh, your Google um, issue here. This is our experience here with Google. Far be it for us for being experts, however, we have learned that um, to listen to your Weird AF News uh, podcast, uh, we do have to put it in what we call our daily flash briefings. You can also put it in your Spotify playlist. So you would have to set your uh, your preferred music uh, player on your Alexa or uh, Echo Dot. Uh, put uh, Spotify as your uh, default music player, and then put Weird AF News podcast in your playlist, and then it would play uh, Weird Weird AF News. If you requested it um, on your Echo Dot through Spotify, if that makes any sense, you just have to tell it to play it. So, anyway, that's our experience. Like I said, we're not experts, but this is how we learned to play yours on our accounts. So, man, you're doing a great job. Love hearing your stuff every day. So, uh, keep it coming, Josie, and. Uh, Get rid of that background background music, man, because it is quite annoying, believe me. thought you were trying to go zen for a while, but now I know you're just trying to be annoying. (laughs) Get the last comment, Josie. Have a good day. Bye.